Hello friends, James Corbett here, CorbettReport.com. I just wanted to do a little bit of a follow-up slash addendum to the previous podcast episode, episode 359 on the secrets of Silicon Valley. Specifically, I'd like to give a tip of the hat to Corbett Report member Octium, who left an interesting and important little comment in the comment section for that at CorbettReport.com. Octium writes, Anyone new to the Corbett Report, bracket since 2015, close bracket, might be interested in the eugenics tie-in. I won't mention the guy's name here, as it could be a spoiler for the documentary, but he is referred to in this video as well. And Octium provides a link to Interview 1079, Michael Bennett Solves the Georgia Guidestones Mystery. That is an interesting blast from the past. Uh, nearly, almost exactly four years ago, I interviewed uh, Dr. J. Michael Bennett about a documentary that he was involved with, with that solves, or purports to solve, the Georgia Guidestones mystery and unmask R.C. Christian. And I'll let you go through that for yourself, but I will spoil the mystery here that Octium withholds and let you know that this is specifically about one of the two founding fathers of Silicon Valley. I do concentrate more on Frederick Terman in episode 359, but I do mention the other person who's sometimes seen as the father of Silicon Valley, William Shockley. It is no secret that Silicon Valley has thrived since the very beginning on Pentagon research dollars and DoD connections. From William Shockley, a rabid eugenicist who spent World War II as director of Columbia University's Anti-Submarine Warfare Operations Group, and who is sometimes cited as Silicon Valley's other founding father for his work on silicon semiconductors, to the Stanford Research Institute, a key military contractor that had close ties to the Advanced Research Project Agency. The U.S. Defense Department has had a key role in shaping the development of the region. Now, I do mention in that little nugget that Shockley was an avowed eugenicist, and you can read his own writings uh, for more detail on that. But as Octium points out, Shockley's name came up in a shockingly uh, strange context, or one that you would not necessarily expect. Namely, as an associate of the man that the documentary that J. Michael Bennett was involved with exposed as R.C. Christian, um, a point that we did get to in my conversation, again, almost four years ago with Dr. Bennett. Um, but there are some people, including a Nobel laureate, uh, that uh, were, were actually mentioned, and, and I'll, I'll mention his name on your show. William Shockley's name came up as someone who was uh, at least considered to be an affiliate of the man who we reveal as R.C. Christian, according to testimony of people in town who, uh, uh, who were privy to, to Mr. Christian and his activities, which is very interesting when you study more of Shockley's background and his emphasis on preferred races. Uh, and when you dig into the books, like, for example, uh, many of your listeners may not, may not be aware that there was a book purportedly written by R.C. Christian called Common Sense Renewed. has a big picture of the Gadstones on it. It says it's written by Robert Christian. Uh, and uh, there were copies in the Elberton Library, but also the Granite Association had them for sale. They were supposedly sent to all of the members of Congress and world-leaning officials. And it goes into greater detail with the philosophy of R.C. Christian. And, and you find, if you really dig through it carefully that it goes beyond simple sustainability of getting overall population numbers down, which is the number one emphasis, but it really focuses on getting rid of the undesirables. 
people who are unfit uh, in their view due to limited education ability or poor or what they think are cultural things that are that are unsuitable for humanity and so really there's a there's a proclivity to to winnow out those that they think that are not worthy and that's really the darker aspects that I think we need to constantly be on the watch for because these were some very prominent men that were well respected they were also sharing these views and we found in their town that there were some people who were sort of voices crying in the wilderness saying these views aren't right uh, but uh, they really didn't have the ammunition behind them to show how far these guys were going with their views and so uh, how big this circle goes, we identify two gentlemen closely aligned. And in fact, the other gentleman in, um, that, that we mentioned in the book actually has ties to the publishing house that actually published the book that I just mentioned. So we have all sorts of connections that show the associations between them. Intriguing. I think you will agree. And if you do agree, and if you are unfamiliar with that uh, interview, or if you need to refresh your memory with that interview, of course, the link will be in the show notes so you can go and re-listen to it and hear more about the Georgia Guidestones mystery and how it was unraveled and unspun by the uh, documentary filmmakers, uh, Dr. Bennett and, and uh, the other person he was involved with there. Incredible story. And it does at least tangentially tie back to William Shockley. And to eugenics and technocracy, generally. Very, very fascinating stuff, and all swirling around in this context, and in Silicon Valley. As you note, the two founding fathers of Silicon Valley, Frederick Terman and William Shockley, well, William Shockley was an avowed, professed, confessed eugenicist, confirmed, and uh, Frederick Terman was the son of Louis Terman, who was a famous eugenicist from the early part of the 20th century. So, um, again... It's in the silicon DNA of Silicon Valley, and the computer science uh, DNA generally, that eugenics is part of that. And that's uh, that's an interesting... It's It almost seems like a side note, but it actually has its own history, which would probably be worth delving into in a, a complete report. So perhaps I will do that in the future. But anyway, I just wanted to raise this in connection with Octium's intriguing comment on... Uh, that podcast episode. Thank you for leaving that. I will confess at this point, that was something I had even forgotten. <laughs> it's been four years, as I say, since I talked to Dr. Bennett, and I forgot about the William Shockley connection to the Georgia Guidestone. So thank you, Octium, for digging that up. And it just goes to show how rich a tapestry all of this is, and how many different parts, disparate parts of this wide, unfolding story continue to be connected in weird and surprising ways. Uh, and every time there's another piece of this puzzle, it seems to add more to the picture. So this is a uh, never-ending and unfolding story, and one that connects in millions of different ways to so many of the different reports that I've uh, released in the past, and more to come in the future. So I hope you'll stay tuned with me. This is James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. <laughs>